Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You just blew these people's eardrums. Sorry. That was... Oh, the joy. Not what I was expecting. What's going on, hun? Oh, not much. How about yourself? Yeah, you know, stuff, things, little bits of this, little bits of that. Dogs barking constantly. I just can't wait till we live somewhere where there's nothing for dogs to bark at. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Unless and yet there they are would still intruders, find something to bark at. Oh, of course, there'll be, you know, there'll be bees, there'll be birds, there'll be birds and the bees, where we don't have to listen to our neighbors having their roof fucking worked on for like days on end and waking us up, and there's no bobcats coming in and out of yards at five a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Suburbia sucks. I hate suburbia. Oh my god. What a place to be. Literally people at work asking me why I would prefer to live like an hour away from work on a block of land than to live closer in a fucking apartment. Oh my god. One, we have five animals. Yes, two of them live in a cage, but that's not the point. There's still another three that roam about. Yeah, exactly. You reckon they're going to live in a fucking apartment? Two? I don't want to live in a fucking apartment. No, I, I cannot. I, no. I mean, we may as well just go and live in the guinea pig cage if that's the case. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's an apartment. Yeah, they're living in luxury, to be honest. They are. They've got constant food. What What a good life it is to be a guinea pig. Oh, my God. You squeak every now and then. People throw food down from the heavens at you. Yeah, you get baths. Someone cleans your house for you. Yeah, what the hell? You get to, like, just roam around constantly eating. you got a soft ground. You poo wherever you want. You poo where you eat. You pee where you sleep. It's great life. <laughs> Sounds like a shithole now. <laughs> now we're starting to talk about it. But they that's they like that. That's what they do. Yeah. Have you ever watched a guinea pig poo? It's very weird. It's like a tic tac dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> They're always uniformly the same size in almost every way. And it just is like And with a minty flavour. Minty fl- yeah. <laughs> Funny enough. Our dog mouse really wants their poo all the time. Like when we're changing the, when we're changing the uh, <laughs> the bedding and stuff for them, mouse will like wait around. Like collecting those little tic tacs of guinea pig poop is his life goal. And like we don't purposely give it to him, clearly, but no. 
you know, one might slip out of the bag. And he'll be like, om nom 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 nom, my vitamins he's, for the day. He's way too quick for us to stop him as well. Yeah, he's a little, little shit. <laughs> he's a little shit that likes to eat shit. <laughs> he, li- he likes to eat little shit. Nasty, nasty boy. All right, well, shall we just jump into this week's episode, babe? Do we have an announcement to make? Yeah, we do, I guess. Do, 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 drum roll. The website is complete. Oh, how awesome. You should definitely go over there and check it out. It's youmeandapoltergeist.com. It's yeah. all the all it is. And guess what? Everything's there. You can click links to our merch. You've got the Instagram feed. There's the YouTube feed. Yep. There's a whole page of just where the episodes sit. Yes. So there you go. And it's still going to be developed. There are things that we need to put in, like the Paranormal Encyclopedia, where we go through and catalogue all the things we've talked about. That is still coming soon, but for now, you can go ahead and submit your stories there. There's a whole page just for doing that. Hell yeah. There's an about section where we have explained why we started this podcast, a little bit of history with us and our paranormalness, if you have not listened to other episodes and have no idea why we do mm. this. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty sick. I designed it all by myself. Belinda did it all. She's amazing. Thank you. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. You feel um, validated. I do. It's my first time doing a website, so please be kind. Yep. It, look, it looks great. Thank you. I remember when I used to think of like a website one of my friends would make when I was a bit younger I'd just think of one of those flash HTML websites which are like just bright colours everywhere and constant shining gifs and changing shit I always just think of Bebo oh Bebo Bebo was the weirdest <laughs> fucking <laughs> I never sort got of into social it. media platform that was around never got into it me either there were so many social medias at that point in time, probably like the same there are now. Like, you know, there's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, etc. Yeah. all those jazz. Do you remember Ask FM? Oh, God, that was a toxic website. The toxic as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd see people ask themselves questions. My ex used to write in questions about me to guys he thought I was seeing. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, I'm not even joking. Yeah. Just like, hey, you think this chick's hot? No, it'd be like, do you reckon so-and-so's a slut? Blender's a slut. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. What a guy. Oh, Everyone, great. At the end of the month, we're going to be forming an angry mob to go to his house. <laughs> if you'd like to join us, bring your pitchforks and uh, torches. I don't even know where he lives anymore. It's great. <laughs> well, lucky for him, we can't angry mob him. So, carrying on from that. <laughs> anyway, the website's up. Go ahead, check it out. Subscribe to uh, the newsletter that I will at some point be starting because it needs to be done. It does. Yeah, awesome. www.youmeanapoltergeist.com You don't even need to put in the www.youmeanapoltergeist.com we don't even need to say all that other stuff at the end of the episode anymore. Just say youmeanapoltergeist.com. Youmeanapoltergeist.com. For everything. For everything. There is Duh. even... even blah, blah, blah. There is even 
links to all of our social medias on there, including Patreon. Fantastic. Without our patrons, this website would not be possible because we have used the money from our Patreon to pay for the domain and the yearly subscription to Wix. So thank you so much. Yeah, awesome. You guys rock. And the rest of you. Well, <laughs> oh, you're you're still cool. Thanks too. for supporting. <laughs> yeah, thanks for supporting us. You do regardless. what you do, and we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. So I'll go buy our match <laughs> at youinvoltguys.com. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're just going to be discussing one thing. I'm going to be yes. doing. We're going to be doing something really weird, kind of weird. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Belinda has no idea because she's the contestant in this weird game show I've come up with, which isn't really a game show. It's more just a way of delivering the story. But you know what? It's a game show now. We need something fun. That that we do. So, today, I'm going to be discussing some super old ghost stories, and we are going to be testing Belinda with a little game. The stories we'll be discussing today are from Byland Abbey in in the Rydale district of North Yorkshire. The Abbey has a ton of great history, having been built in January of 1135, changing hands to warring armies a number of times over the years. Uh, in the mid-16th century, 25 monks and an abbot lived in the abbey. <laughs> That's quite a sentence. <laughs> and one particular monk found it quite enjoyable to catalogue the ghost stories he collected from neighbouring residents and travellers that he would hear and write them in the back of the books in libraries. These books were obviously eventually discovered and the stories in the back of the books have made the Byland Abbey famous for its ghost stories collected by the Byland Monk. Wow. Like I said previously, I'm going to make a little game out of this for Belinda so she can uh, play along and have some fun here and we can all get in the theme of it. Um... The monk recorded 12 ghost stories in these books, and for today's game, I'm going to be recounting five of those stories, and I'll be making up a story. Okay. Meaning six stories in total. All right. After each story, Belinda is going to rate the story on a scale of 1 to 100, and we're going to check if these 16th century ghost stories live up to modern expectations. Okay. And at the end of the game, I'm going to ask Belinda which of those stories she believes to be the fake. If she guesses right, she wins. What do I win? I'm very glad you asked, Belinda. You win a You, Me and a Poltergeist trademarked high five. Oh, wow. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah. I've always wanted one. It's amazing. I'm like, blown away. Let's hope I get it right. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> what if I don't get it right? What do I get? Nothing at all. Well, that's a shit game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This is fun. Hello and welcome to the show. It's time to play Spook Spook Doop. The audience audience is going wild. Spook Spook Doop is the best game ever. Let's welcome Belinda to the game. Welcome Belinda. How are you feeling today? I'm like so excited. I've wanted to be on this show for like so long. Yeah. And um, it's like a dream come true. Thank you so much. Is there anyone at home you'd like to say hello to? Um, absolutely not. 
Okay. <laughs> like I said, we're playing for the grand prize of a Yumi and the Poltergeist trademarked high five. Tell oh, me, what are you God. going to do with all of that high five? Is that life changing high five for you? Um. Yeah. Pretty much. Like I will never wash my hand again. <laughs> Well, thank you in advance for multoghost.wordpress.com for translating this from archaic English into our modern dialect. Wow. <laughs> like I said, six stories, one of them a fake. You guess and you rate. So, let's start this game off with round one. Fight. <laughs> the first story coming to you called The Bean Man. Okay. Prepare to be scared. Okay. A traveller carrying a load of beans encountered a whirling haystack on the road. Inside the haystack, a strange light glowed. The traveller invoked the haystack. It became a man. This man insisted on carrying the traveller's beans when they reached the river. The man disappeared, leaving the traveller with the beans on his own back. The traveller had masses sung for the soul of this ghost, and the ghost was laid. The Bean Man. Give this story a rating out of 100. Like a 55. A 55, maybe? pretty spooky, you reckon? I mean, yeah. And tell me, do you think it was real or fake? Uh, I think this one's probably real. All right. Very well. So we have a 55 out of 100. <laughs> out of 100. <laughs> out of 100. And now, do tell me, where would you see such a bean man in modern horror? Oh, probably one of those video games. Yeah, yeah, them damn video games <laughs> like the kids are playing nowadays. Games. Yeah, for sure. More than like a movie. And, uh,. If let's let's get a baseline, what what would you rate the movie it? Uh, out of a hundred, probably like an eighty-three. Okay, so this Bean Man story got you spooked. Let's move on to round two. Why? Do, 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 do. This one's called what? Robbie the Hollow Jar. I don't understand any of those questions before. <laughs> Robert, the son of Robert rose from his grave at the night and walked. They saw him near the doors, under windows, by the walls of houses, waiting. He terrified the villagers. Then another living Robert went to the cemetery and captured Ghost Robert. When Ghost Robert spoke, the words came not from his lips but from deep inside of him, like a voice inside a hollow jar. Ghost Robert confessed his sins to the priest, who gave him absolution. The ghost of Robert, son of Robert, was laid. Tell me, out of a hundred, what do you rate this story? I think the voices that you're doing um, are just not making them scary at all. Um, I'm going to have to go in the 50s again, probably 53. 53, a Mainly worse. because when you said... Windows and walls. I started thinking from the windows <laughs> to the walls to the walls. Ghost Robert was something. He's <laughs> only a fifty-three. So just a fifty-three. Just a fifty-three. And it didn't sound scary at all. Did he? Like, am, am I correct? He passed on. 
Yeah, he was uh, given absolution by the priest. Robert, son of Robert. Quite scary, don't you think? I don't know. Would you hate to see... It a happy ending. It did have a happy ending. Most of these stories do. Oh. The ghost of Vineland Abbey was very much into his positive endings for these ghost stories. You mean the monk? The monk of Vineland Abbey? That is what I meant. Thank you. (laughs) One extra half a high five for you. (laughs) You get half a high five? Oh my god. So, we're approaching our halfway point nearly. Tell me. You're coming close. To winning a Yumi and Apothecary's trademarked high five and a half. How do you feel? Uh, very excited. I can't believe this is happening to me. I know. Don't forget, you do have one use of phone a friend. <laughs> feel free to use it at any moment. You feel stuck on any of these incredible I, stories. I don't have any friends. So. Okay. <laughs> so story three. In round three. This story is called the Disappointing Miner Story. Okay. A miner lived next to a house with many storerooms full of meat. He was in the habit of sneaking into the storerooms to steal the meat. The owner of the house called in a dark magician to discover the thief. The dark magician anointed the fingernail of a young child with oil so the child could scry in the nail of the polished surface. He saw the miner sneaking into the storeroom followed by a demon in the shape of a horse. He saw the man cook and eat the meat. He saw the miner and the horse go to the church but the horse wasn't able to enter and then he saw nothing more. Because the miner had confessed his sins and he had been forgiven. That sounds fake. We will get to that in a second. So, give me a rating out of 100 for that story. 42. 42. You do not like this story. Tell me, what what was it about the story that you didn't like? You said miner way too many times. Um... Well, you're going to have to blame the... It just the... didn't sound real, either. I'll, I'll pass all these criticisms on to the monk of Byland Abbey from the 16th century. <laughs> <laughs> so you believe that this story is fake. What what exactly gave it away as fake to you? It's a dark magician. That I did. And I just think that's just one of our Patreon tiers where you can join and be a Patreon and be a, a dark magician and get access to even more things. But I just feel like kind of planted it. Did I? I don't know. So you're you're putting this one as fake, but keep in mind, as everyone knows the rules of the game, you have one chance to remove and change your fake at the end. <laughs> Are you telling me that it's not fake then? Because you're telling me that I can remove a fake? I'm just saying. Because you're only telling me these rules now. Apparently I've got phone a friend and I can remove a fake. <laughs> You know how this... You've seen this game before. I get half a high five. You've seen this game before. You know how this game works. (laughs) Let's continue with round number four. (laughs) This story is called Getting Spooned. Oh, my God. A man once wrestled with the... These are all fake. (laughs) A man once wrestled the ghost of a monk. He won. 
the monk confessed to the man where he had hidden some stolen silver spoons. The man recovered the spoons and returned them to the prior, who forgave the monk for the theft. Afterward, the man fell ill, but the monk's ghost passed on. Out of a hundred, what do you rate this epic story from the 16th century? Oh Let's go 70. 70! She loves this one! What about this spoon story? Is it because you at your heart are a little spoon? <laughs> I do prefer to be the little spoon, yes. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, <laughs> do you think this could be the one that is fake? Don't know. I don't think many people know. Are you telling me it's fake? I'm not telling you anything. I'm just mentioning this could be the one that is fake. So is it? Moving on to number five. (laughs) Oh, my God. This story is called Burn, Baby, Burn. Burn, Baby, Burn. Disco Inferno. You gotta stop singing that there. We don't have enough money to pay for the copyright on that song. On this show, we only <laughs> we only get paid in high fives here. <laughs> what a wholesome, fun family time! <laughs> only high fives. So, a woman was spotted talking to a dog. She was a pagan witch who used the dog as a familiar to steal her neighbor's chickens. The woman was burned at the stake and walked in purgatory as a ghost of flame. A monk saw the ghost and doused her with water, granting her forgiveness, and the ghost was laid. What do you rate this story out of 100? 63. That is a good rating. That is fantastic. And do you want to use your phone, our friend? No, I don't have any friends. And do you think this is a fake story? Probably not. Fair. We're nearly reaching the end of our show. You are but one story away from potentially having a life-changing high-five. Belinda's just absolutely trying so hard not to just be like, what the fuck is happening? Let me get back into character. This is a character for me. It's time for round six! The final round where you could determine whether or not you have a life changing high five or you go home empty handed! (laughs) (laughs) This story is called Over the Hedge. No, 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 that's a movie. So, a spirit followed a man for 80 miles, hoping to be invoked so that he could ask for help. The man ignored him. Frustrated, the spirit threw the man over a hedge and then caught him on the other side. Frightened, the man invoked the spirit. The spirit confessed and returned the six pence it had stolen, and so was finally able to rest. For the final story, give me your rating. Seventy-four. Whoa! Seventy-four! That's a good amount that you have given this story. And I do believe that that would make this story your most favourite story of the day. 
Yeah, I guess. Now tell me, what about this story did you like? It reminded me of one of my favorite movies. Fantastic. And do you think it is fake? You are at the end of the story portion of this game. That means you have a chance now to guess which was fake. If you did not want to guess the disappointing minor story. <laughs> is it the spoon one? Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm going to go with the spoon for being fake. Let's tabulate the answers. Tabulate? <laughs> you are... Incorrect! <laughs> the correct story that was fake was Burn Baby Burn. Ah, really? That means you leave with only half a high five. There you are. <laughs> For those that you didn't see, we did a half a high five. No one can see. Anyways, I'm going to break character now. Those were the stories of Byland Abbey and One Fake. Was it overwhelming for you? It was too much. I'm, I'm actually physically exhausted. <laughs> the energy has exhausted me. I'm sorry. I did have a coffee before this and during this. What are you doing? Are you pressing your head on the microphone? Having a nap. I'm exhausted. I've got to work and now I'm exhausted. So... Yeah, the stories, when they were, like, in their regular form, like, before they got changed over by that person to, you know, modern English equivalent. Do you remember me reading you out the stories from the Black Shark episode that were in, like, Yoli English? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them are in that, like, kind of English, obviously, because it's written in the 16th century. But, um, yeah, I, I figured I'd best not read them like that because then you wouldn't like them at all. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> burn, burn, baby, burn. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that. All the all the story titles I came up with myself, they're not, like, actually written down. Oh, that's why they all sounded fake. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to throw you off. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed that silly game. You couldn't just, like, let me win. You couldn't have been, like... Yes, babe, that is true. That is the right one. Um, Why don't you love me? You know what? <laughs> Just because I'm a nice host and you did not use your burn, baby burn, that means sorry, you did not use your lifeline. Because that I don't means have any friends. You get one extra half of a high five. No, that grants you an entire high five. I don't want it. Waiting for it, right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, the stories are quite. I mean, obscure. 16th century ghost stories are not, you know, translatable to modern horror. Like the Black Shuck, Black Shuck stories were quite scary, but whoever I this because m- it's like a rampant demon dog. Yeah, this was like all the ghosts just wanted to be talked to so they could like be forgiven and then travel to the afterlife. I feel like that was the the time as well. Yeah, everyone was like, you know, if you don't do these certain things if you steal if you do anything sinful you're gonna be stuck in purgatory waiting around and that's what where your spirit goes yeah because that's what you were told to believe and now we know that if you die you die done do we know that though yes (coughs) i'm kidding there are accounts of reincarnation which are really cool and i kind of want to cover one 
Oh, future story. Yeah, there we go. So that's all we have for today. A bit of a very silly episode. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Ray. Yeah, a bit weird. bit out Sorry, of the ordinary I'm out for of us. Energy. That's okay. It's been a week. It's been two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. If you want to find us anywhere, where can they find us? YouMeanAPulseGuys.com. Oh, shit. And if they want, like, you know, to, like, I don't know, see all our episodes? YouMeanAPulseGuys.com. All our, like, social media stuff? YouMeanAPulseGuys.com. Where can they find a link to our patron? Oh, my gosh. Um, let me think. YouMeanAPulseGuys.com. Woo! Fantastic. <laughs> You're smiling. You, you like then, that. Guess where they can submit their stories? Uh, is it youmeanapoltergeist.com? Correct. You get a high five. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That was oh, horrible. Shit. Wait, well, That what? was terrible. Yeah, yeah, there we go. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We don't forget that we love you and that you should always exercise regularly and go to youmeanapoltergeist.com. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.